Anthony. Yes. Do you know what I love about this movie and our last Nicolas Cage movie? What do you love about this movie and our current Nicolas Cage movie? <laughs> He's only in it for like maybe 20 minutes. Uh, man, Nicolas Cage, why aren't you in this movie for longer? Anyways, hang out with us as we talk about the movie Kill Jane. Kill Jane. Um, so, again, we are talking about the fantastic movie Kill Jane. Kill Jane. Sounds a lot better. But, yeah, it's, of course, it's much more impressive than Outcast. <laughs> uh, before we talk about the movie, we are talking about our alcoholic beverage of choice, which, yes. of course, is local beer, because that's what we drink. Yeah, we prefer the local beer. That's right. Beer from the Dallas-Fort Worth area. Yeah. What beer are we drinking today? Ryan, Ryan, what, what? am I drinking? Oh, my God. What am I drinking? Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, we are drinking the Barrel-Aged Mocha Legion Russian Imperial Stout. That is a mouthful, and so is this beer, and that is what she said. <laughs> that is what she said. So, uh, can you it's tell like, us about this listen, beer? Listen to us as we drink this. Am I supposed to drink about this? Am I supposed to know about this beer? Well, that probably sounded disgusting because it did to me. <laughs> Actually, we didn't decide who's going to be talking about the beer. All right. So, so we're just going to read right off the can. I'm going to read off the can here. So this rich ambrosial brew oh, begins geez. with Legion, our full-bodied oh, Russian Imperial Stout. Read it to me, boy. So we've we've had this beer before. We've had this kind of beer before. Yeah. We've had the Legion before. I love this whenever a great beer. penetrates my mouth. Oh, God. Man, I hope we keep this, but it is terrible. It is terrible, terrible <laughs> audio. I'm keeping this. <laughs> All right. After several months spent aging in the American bourbon barrels, from uh, which they've worked with Jameson on this, mm-hmm. uh, our brewers blend copious amounts of freshly roasted, locally sourced coffee beans and pure ground cocoa into cocoa beans you into the beer. This menagerie of complex brewing methods results in an equally complex, mochalicious beer with delicious and rich barrel character from the young charred oak barrels and premium coffee and chocolate. Uh, this Again, this is the barrel-aged Mocha Legion Russian Imperial Stout. It's an ABV of 12%. Ryan, I don't know if you disagree with me, but I believe this beer is quite delicious. I'm enjoying it. I really yeah. am. And I know that we've talked about community before. But whenever something, a special beer comes out, we're going to drink it. We're going to talk about it. Oh, yeah. It's like, uh, it's particularly when it comes to Legion, they've done Legion. They've done the Legion for a, a year or two now. Yeah. Uh, maybe even longer. Oh, no, no. It's been a long time. Has it been a while? Oh, yeah. Okay. I am a relative newbie when it comes to Dallas yeah. beers. So I've. They've been going a long yeah. time. Um, uh, but this past year has been quite excellent. They've, and they've, they've done it. several different uh, dem- several different types of beer with their Legion, with their Legion effort with Jameson. I've quite enjoyed it. Yeah, no, they do a fantastic job. Last year was just their bourbon barrel age legion. Yeah. Uh, which was so, so good. But um I I'm a fan of this. Uh you said you didn't taste the coffee right away. Do you do Not, you yet? I taste the mocha, I taste the coffee a little bit. Okay. I, I mean I taste it right away. That's what yeah. hit me first, and then it was the rest. Oh yeah. So for me it's like as soon as you drink it, that's the first thing that just hits you, and then the rest of it is kind of just you know, all the other flavors that you're supposed to get. Um, it's really good. I mean, I could, it's a good sipping beer, which, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. It's really good oh, for I dinner. wouldn't chug this beer. If I chug this beer, I wouldn't be uh, able to speak for the rest of the podcast. So, well, 
so you'd sound like me. I had I had a few um, warm up beers prior to this. So that's right. If I did this, I, if I did this really quickly, on top of that, I would be just saying we've been enabled. drinking for a while. Yeah. Um. I mean, I feel like we've already talked about community before, but really, again, it's another local hey. one right down in the art district. You're right in the it, art it's district. It's pretty close to uh, Pegasus. It's close to Petacola's. Mm-hmm. It's actually, so there's a brewery down there called uh, Outfit Brewing. It's pretty close to there, yeah. too. Um, so that's a good streak to go if you want to hit up a bunch yep. of breweries. I've been down there a few times. They're right next to the Mavericks uh, practice training, training facility there. Yeah. Uh, if you get a chance to go, if you, if you were ever in the Dallas art district and you want to go to a brewery down there, it's got a kind of a party quote unquote party type atmosphere. It's a very fun atmosphere. Uh, definitely, definitely go to community. Oh, it's yeah. a very fun area. Uh, very fun brewery. Uh, they've got tons of options on tap there. They're no, they're pretty widely known for their, uh, mosaic IPA. Yeah. Uh, super one, yeah. The yeah, Citra, one, that's fantastic. yeah. That's like that's probably what their most popular. I know we've talked about IPA. that. Uh, their Citra IPA, they're really well known for as well. Their yes, uh, was it the Yes Sir IPA as well? Is one yeah. of their less bitter IPAs. Uh, so they're pretty well known for their IPAs, but they've got a good selection of lagers, of oh, yeah. their stouts. Definitely check it out. They just made a low carb one too. Oh, did they? Yeah. I, 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 I kind of want to try that. it. Yeah, I'm, I could check that out. I've never had a low carb beer, so I was like, I'll always try them. I was like, I was like, I'm worried it's gonna be like a Mick Ultra type thing. Yeah, I'm not yeah. sure. That's why so I was like, I'll give it, it a try. Out. It's community, yeah. so I might as well. Yeah, it's like community. I'll give them, I'll give them the benefit yeah. of the doubt. Whenever, so. I mean, whenever I have a lot of people, again, my Instagram thing, I've I've known people, I've gotten to know people all over. Whenever they come to town, they're like, what are places I need to go? I was like, you have to hit up community. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I was like, even if it's just one beer, it's worth the experience of the yeah. actual brewery. Plus, I mean, it's solid beers. And this is the great, the great thing about community. Community, again, being a local, uh, great local beer uh, distributor, beer uh, brewer, right. uh, is they've been blowing up recently. Because I actually saw them. And this is the crazy thing to me. I saw them. They had like twenty four packs in Costco recently. Yeah. Which that's like the hallmark of their like hitting oh, hitting yeah. the big time. They're they gonna start to get big right now. They yeah. really are. So I, I'm hoping to see them like get wide distribution. So like they're they're probably com- contained pretty locally to Texas and locally to the main area. Yeah. But I'm hoping that they start like hitting it big time. They start you start seeing them in Oklahoma. I'm pretty uh, sure for, it, for any of our listeners in Oklahoma, they start hitting it like Kansas, Louisiana, New Mexico. I like, mean, I'd like be excited to see them like outside of Texas as I'm well. I'm pretty sure they're down south of Texas too. Like I'm I like. The south like side. down in down in like uh, I'm like pretty a sure my, there, yeah. my Houston friends, my Austin and San Antonio friends. I'm pretty sure all of them get community stuff. Well, not mm-hmm. probably not the small batch series, but their their basic lineup stuff they yeah. get. But even their even their main lineup is great. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I enjoy it. If if I don't know what to get, I go for the just the basic mosaic. Oh yeah, the their mosaic IPA. Yeah. This is a normal mosaic IPA. Wonderful. Yeah. Love it. Yeah, it's super good. Their their mosaic IPA and their citra IPA, those are like my just normal drinking beers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If I'm not if I'm going for something that's like just not special, I'm just like go home and I need a beer. Citra IPA or a mosaic IPA. That's my go tos. I personally can't do the citra IPA. I just mm. can't. I don't enjoy it really at all. Oh really? Yeah, I really uh, don't. Yeah, you squirt some uh squirt some orange in there, man. That'd be perfect. I'm not a fan. Ah. I'm just I can't do it. But pretty much animals almost anything else from them. I can do and enjoy. Yeah, but so if you're uh, if if you see something community, try it. I haven't anything. I haven't had anything bad from them, 
particularly that uh, the I think their one thing that they have widely widely distributed right now is their uh, uh, their uh, what was it their uh, Citra uh, their Citra slice the Citra slice their uh, their IPA pack I think yeah where it's like Citra slice IPA uh, their Mosaic IPA and the Yes Sir uh, Pale Ale yeah. Uh, try it definitely i definitely recommend trying yeah get the it's, mix pack if you can yeah, get see the it. mix pack so you know you it's know great. the varieties yeah. and really all of them you'll be okay with yeah even I, if you don't it's not your favorite it's still a good beer yeah it still is i'm i'm super pro i'm super pro dallas uh dallas beer and community is like the bee's knees it's like top-notch stuff so the bees i can't say that bees. for me i can't but uh it's it's up there uh, as far as far as their distribution network and their quality. It's pretty good. It's good quality. Yeah. Like yeah, you always know what you're. Yes, yeah, so you to always drink. have. We always have much better, much better quality stuff. Much stuff that we like a lot better. But I as far as like their, as far as their reach, <laughs> as far as with as far yeah. as reach and as far as uh, as far as quality, they're they're pretty good. Yeah. Hey, when we're, when we're comparing it to stuff like. Uh, just your typical everyday Bud Light and your typical oh, yeah. Coors Light and stuff like that. They're like above and beyond. I, I completely yeah. agree. Yeah, completely. So, but like, if we're just talking local in the Dallas market, hey, there's a lot of competition there because there's a lot of quality stuff in, yeah, in our area. Yeah, the Dallas Fort Worth market. If we talk market, strictly Dallas, yeah, there are people it, that beat them yeah, by in far. The, but in in the <laughs> Dallas Fort Worth market, there's a lot of there's a lot of great stuff. Yeah. So there's a lot of competition for what's really good. But not everybody has that distribution market that community has. It's true, yeah. Yeah. Which, I mean, I I know we talked about this in the last podcast. I can't wait to get Anthony over at Odd Muse and record this. Like, oh, yeah. I'm excited to go there. I'm hyping I'm it stoked. up. But I'm 100% sure I'm not overselling this. Yeah, I hope you're not I hope you're not overselling it. I'm really not. I'm pretty excited, so. Because I've been to plenty of breweries that I will not talk, to, talk about on the podcast because I didn't like the beer. I just didn't. I didn't like the beer. I didn't like the yeah. people. So I'm not going to talk about them. But I talk about Odd Muse. If you follow me on Instagram, I go almost weekly now. And what's your Instagram again? <clears throat> it is uh, Beer With Purpose. A beer With Purpose? Yeah. I've never with... heard that before. Yeah. So, you know, I like to do events at breweries. and. <laughs> uh, anyways, just follow Beer With Purpose. You can get the whole spiel there. I post about it pretty pretty often. Um pretty active in the beer community blah 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 it was odd muse i sing praises about them because they make good fantastic beers best hef wiser i've had in a long time i'm all about a good hef i i had a crowler for us but then i drank it so <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, that's, that's happened more than once for me so. oh man there's been so many times i have to like right, i'm gonna save this and then i started drinking it and it was like Weren't you gonna say that? Yeah, yeah, I'll get another one for some other time. <laughs> and Bobby, I know he'll hook me up. You know, yeah. he he lo- they love me there. I love them. I I'm always there supporting. Well, we'll, so. we'll have to have a we'll have to have an episode either at Odd Muse Odd Muse or we'll have to have a uh, episode where we have a crowler or a growler with yeah. Odd Muse stuff. Which because I, I know you you've been down there quite a few times and I want to I need to check that place out myself. So yeah, which. Eventually, I, I know whether it's both of us or just me, because I know by myself, I hit up a lot of breweries. I kind of want to start recording stuff at breweries. Just yeah. like a, oh, yeah, I agree. a second side episode where it's just like us talking with the brewers. I know there's a lot of podcasts that do it, but I was like, it'd be fun to add them into, since we're talking about the beer, I was like, I want you guys to be a part of the beer experience. Right. 
So, all right. Since we can talk about all this later on at the end of the episode, let's talk about the movie, Anthony. Uh, what movie were we talking about again? Killstreak? Kill, oh. So that's the whole story. <laughs> so when we were talking about this movie, so uh, so after we watched Outcast, we were like, we need another Nicolas Cage movie. Since this is Nicolas Cage month, quote unquote. Oh my gosh. We do our, we release our podcast once every other month. Uh, since we do that, so uh, we were like, all right, we need two no. Nicolas Cage movies no, you're wrong. every other week. Every other week. I'm keeping this shit in. Cut, uncut. Okay. No, we're keeping that in. <laughs> release this, we release this podcast every other week. Uh, so as, as since we had to do that, we were like, okay, we need to do at least two Nicolas Cage movies. Yeah. Uh, and we, I mean, we even talked about maybe even doing three so it could be a full, like... So we talk, uh, so we can make Anthony and Ryan suffer just that much yeah. more. After this one, we're like, we're done. We yeah. are done with Nicolas Cage. Bad movies. Uh, so we limited ourselves to movies that were streaming, um, not movies that we needed to rent or new movies that we needed a special as you service to access. Yeah, We don't uh, spend money on as, movies. As, as uh, hopefully you're, everybody who listens is aware so we, uh, so we looked, okay, what's the one of the more recent movies that Nicolas Cage has done? And this was 2019. Yeah. So, Which uh, was surprising. I was, so I, I offered to Ryan, it's like, hey, why don't we do this movie, Killstreak? And Ryan's like, I can't find this movie anywhere. What's yeah. Killstreak? I looked everywhere and, for this freaking movie. Like, everywhere. It's Killstreak. It's Killstreak. It's just a movie. It's called Killstreak. And I was like, oh, wait. That's not what that movie's called. Killstreak is a thing I do on Halo when I'm playing, <laughs> when I'm playing online multiplayer. This movie's called Kill Chain. Kill Chain. It's such a great name, but right. it does not fit the movie. So let's start. Uh, let's start Kill Chain. So really, from watching the the trailer, that's the movie. It's kind of it kind of is. So really, more than half of the movie is shit that doesn't matter. And then all of a sudden, it's Nicolas Cage, and you're like, oh, this is what we're all leading up to, and that's it. So uh, it's anyway, not sorry. it's not just the trailer. It's also the uh, intro, mm-hmm. uh, intro credits. It gives you the visual, everything that happens during the course of the movie. So really, I mean, they they give again, you two opportunities. To I see feel what's like going on in this movie. I'm canceling out our podcast episode, but if you watch the trailer, that's all you need to watch for this movie. That's it. So uh, if you've seen Sin City, uh, either of the Sin City movies. Is, has there been two Sin City movies? Yes. Yes, I, I I thought so. You you will see what this movie wants to be, but is definitely oh, yeah. not. So very quickly, whenever you got introduced, I, I think I watched the trailer before I watched the movie, and I said, "Oh, Nicolas Cage wants to be Keanu Reeves." <laughs> you know, Keanu Reeves would have been a great choice. Oh instead man, of I would Nic- have loved Nicolas Cage. But the thing is, they probably would have had uh, Keanu Reeves in the movie more. <laughs> That's true. That's very true. <laughs> like, Nicolas Cage would have been far more convincing though in this role than Nicolas Cage would have been. Oh man. Uh, so, uh, so as far as our uh, summary for this movie. So the uh, synopsis is a hotel room shootout between two assassins kicks off a long night where bodies fall like dominoes. Ugh, it was a long night. <laughs> it was a long night. As we follow a chain of crooked cops, gangsters, hitmen, a femme fatale, and an ex-mercenary uh, through a uh, 
through a relay of murder, betrayal, revenge, and redemption. I question the redemption part. Uh, that's the end of that. Uh, man. So half this... Again, uh, Nicolas Cage, I feel like in watching this movie, Nicolas Cage signed on for this movie. He was on for like... He was in there for like maybe like 40 minutes. And then he was like, hey, I just signed this check. I'm in. I'm out. I'm done. That that was it. Seriously. So, that was all right. it. So we're going to put Anthony on the clock again for describing this movie. <clears throat> so let's, uh, let's give you a... I'll, I'll give you a good 10 minutes. No. All right. I'm going to keep it to five. Five minutes? I'm still going to keep it to All right. Let's see, what, let's see what I can do. And go. All right, so uh, so number one, the intro. This is like a two thousand style CSI style intro. This yeah. is like the intro of like a like a again not twenty ten style two thousand style. This is like the Renegade or some other like early two thousand style like uh, this week on type uh, type show. <laughs> so the intro was like this is what happened on the last last episode, except we haven't seen the episode yet. Uh, we see an assassin and a hitman. They're like calling each other. There's like prostitutes in the street. This is, apparently happens in Bogota, Colombia. At least this is where it was filmed. Uh, so we have this guy named Viejo and Sanchez. It turns out the Viejo, quote unquote, his name is uh, Sanchez. I don't know what Viejo actually means. <laughs> hey, uh, I actually looked it up last night whenever I was watching it, but I already forgot. Oh, you don't remember what Viejo means? <laughs> no. Look it up, look it up real quick, and as we as we go as I go through this. So Viejo and Sanchez, aka McKenna and Sanchez, uh, it turns out that uh, they're so these two guys are snipers. They're like pointed at each other. Uh, like uh, McKenna is like looking for his target. We're not clear what who McKenna's target is. Uh, so we're look just let's just look around, and then we we know Sanchez is behind this green tarp. We know that uh, McKenna knows who Sanchez is, but yeah. we don't know much else about it. So. Yeah. McKenna brings this this prostitute on the street. He brings her up there. He has her like stripped down. He has her get put her clothes back on. He has her go over to Sanchez. Sanchez like kills this prostitute over there. Uh, and basically they're on the phone with each other because again these guys know each other. And we it turns out that Sanchez has had a hit called on McKenna, or AKA he calls him Viejo. Right. Uh, and that's, this is a continuing theme throughout the course of this movie. Which Viejo means old. Old, old, old guy. Old guy, yeah. Uh, all right. So uh, the, uh, it turns uh, it turns out that these guys know each other and that uh, these guys formerly worked with each other. Uh, so so Sanchez kills this prostitute and he then tries to kill uh, McKenna, aka Viejo or mm. old man. Old man. Uh, and, uh, again, as I was saying, one of the things about this movie is we don't get the names of these characters throughout the movie. They, uh, this tries, this movie tries to maintain this film noir deal. We don't, where we don't know the names unless we have to know the names of these characters. So the characters are referred to as like Lady in the Red Dress or, right. uh, Old Sniper or Young Sniper or stuff like that. So, uh, in in the credits, they were like called as like Aranya, like Lady in Red Dress, yada yada yada. Unless, of yada, course, yada, you're waiting, uh, watching on uh, Amazon, where they're like giving names like Aranya, Royce, 
McKenna. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when they're giving them, like, their actual real names. Uh, so, anyways. All right. So, during the course of this movie, Viejo, he gets shot. He gets knocked down. Sanchez, he goes to escape. He gets, he's going to get his, uh, get his payment for attacking Viejo or uh, McKenna. There's, like, these diamonds and these gear shifter cover. Uh, he gets arrested. He gets a, and then he, uh, during the arrest, he, uh, what, and when he's in the, once he's in the car, he's trying to convince Miguel and Lance, to, uh, these two other police officers. Miguel is a, uh, a Colombian, uh, police officer. Lance mm-hmm. is a U.S. federal, federal police officer, uh, to kill each other. Sanchez is then killed by Lance. Uh, there's then a weird gunfight in the car, which I thought was actually pretty cool. Uh, where they're just like kind of like uh, Lance in the back seat, uh, Miguel's in the front seat. They're like shooting at each other through this like weird like gate uh, that you would have. Two minutes. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> Two minutes left. Yeah. Oh hell. Uh, anyways, so the gunfight in the car. Miguel is killed uh, by Lance because he does this weird fake thing where he uses uh, uses Sanchez's body. Uh, Lance just uh, Lance then goes. Uh, to uh, Renata. Renata is his girlfriend. He's like, hey, we're going to use these diamonds that we stole off of Sanchez to go get fake uh, fake passports with new identities. Uh, you need to go to Hotel Del Franco. And then as they're in this like warehouse, they get attacked by Gabriela and Oso, who are these two other gangsters. Uh, Lance gets killed and c- captured and killed. Uh, but Gab- uh, Renata gets killed gets away she gets to the hotel and she meets uh nicholas cage nicholas finally. cage finally gets into the freaking movie after 40 freaking minutes one That's minute halfway through the movie all right so we're halfway through the movie <laughs> after five minutes i'm i'm on point for what i did last no you're you're doing pretty podcast. good still uh keep the right. pace keep the pace let's go uh so uh she gets in there uh she is uh she gets in there she's talking to him uh, and she's like, she will goes down. She wants uh, Nicholas Cage's character again, another guy we don't know his character's name, uh, to get a drink. She goes down. She gets a drink. Uh, we 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 get the idea that Nicholas Cage's character is conflicted. He goes upstairs, and then there's this weird weird love scene between that does oh, not explain. That was awful. I'm willing to take Nicolas a pause Cage. and talk about how awful that All scene right, was. let's take a pause and listen the, and talk about how weird that love scene is. It's not even a love scene, but it's like a like a, a implication of a love scene between it's really between uh Nick Cage and uh uh Nick Cage's character uh who we really can't uh for the purposes of the podcast. We can't really spoil what the his character's name is. But uh, uh, I mean, so could. between Nicolas Cage and uh, uh, the character's name, uh, who is uh, Renata uh, or the lady in the red dress, uh, <laughs> what uh, between them? I mean, so uh, Ryan, terrible. You, you said you wanted to pause, so let's pause and discuss the love scene between so, Renata and uh, Nick Cage. At first, I wasn't even sure what was happening because I think of this the 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 camera views. Because at points, it seemed like he was trying to, like, kiss her. And then she would almost, like, back away and try to get away from him. Did you notice that? She was, like, almost, like, repulsed by (laughs) him a little bit. He would, like, lean in. And she'd be, like, moving her head to, like, the side. Like, (laughs) "Ah, I'm out. No. But 
like things kept on happening where like it it was almost like she was like i don't want to kiss you please i don't want to kiss you and then all of a sudden it was like i didn't realize they actually had sex yeah i uh i uh, so my notes on this uh on the scene are weird quote unquote love scene question mark (laughs) i don't have question mark i said love scene in quotes it was like weird quote unquote love scene. And I'm like, it was. So I was like, weird. this is like, uh, the, so it's the implication that they had a love scene because they kind of like assault each other. Yeah, and they it, like trying to take each other's clothes off. It was very but like, uncomfortable. But then it goes to like the uh, on the back. We don't see the actual love scene, which thank God. Oh Jesus! But then we get to the end and we're like, okay, I guess they like have sex with each other. You wouldn't have known unless. Yeah. I mean, they flat out said it in the movie, so everybody knew that it happened. Yeah. That's what I like. That's what actually cracked me up was just like, they were like, yeah, I had sex. I'm like, oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, they, so they, they actually It's did. like discussion later. It was like, I was like, she's going to see it. She's going to say she had sex with you. I was like, and he's like, yeah, I had sex with her. And it's just like, did you? Like, <laughs> it's like uh, well, we there was like know. a there was like a five and a half minute period. We watched the movie. We didn't them. even know if they yeah. did. Yeah, we were not sure. Uh, but so, was there anything else you wanted that to say about that? Potential? Just like how she didn't want to, and we didn't know what happened. Yeah. So so after that whole the, after that whole questionable period of we not we're the right. we as the audience are not sure what happened. Uh, we then have the re-entrance of Gabriella and uh, Oso. Three more minutes. I'm giving you yeah. three more minutes. Let's go. <laughs> giving me three more minutes. Oh, thank, Let's do this. Thank goodness. Okay, so Gabriella and, Rio, and Oso. Uh, so Nick Cage's character, he's like, all right, uh, Renata, you need to go to the go to the alley. You need to escape because he knows at this point that he she's hiding from Gabriella. She's in charge apparently all the prostitutes in Colombia. Yeah, <laughs> and also is important. I guess is in her her enforcer. Uh, he, she's up there. She's skulking around up in the balcony, looking around what's going on. Uh, Ren- uh, Gabriella, she goes and he, she sends. Sorry, Nick Cage sends her in, into her hotel. She Renata's like, why did you send me in a hotel? It's like there's a suitcase in there. And there's no there's no suitcase in any of the other hotel rooms. It's like. Makes sense. Yeah. Uh, so uh, Nick Cage goes in there. He's like, oh, so he Smartest and also, part of the whole movie. Smartest part of the whole right, movie. Right, right? <laughs> yeah, he and also apparently didn't have, they didn't have that great of an uh, introduction to each other. He's like, hey, hey, let's uh, let's declare peace with each other. Let's have some drinks together. And uh, they start they start drinking together. Also, he and also, uh, they start drinking and also starts having some jitters. And I'm like, what's going on with also? I was like, oh, wait. He... Poisoned. He poisoned. He poisoned. Also, he put yeah. some pills in his drink, and he basically killed Oso. So Oso, this cool looking dude. He's like he he looked like a he's like he looks like a cold blooded killer dude, but he kills that guy like, boom, done. So yeah. Oso's done. He's passed out, and we see Oso like dead on the table earlier in the movie, which we'll see again here shortly. Uh, and we see uh, then we go up to Gabriella. Gabriella's sitting in the room. Uh, uh, Renata, she comes up to the she. She goes out into the alleyway. She comes around. She comes in the front door. Oso sends her up there. Uh, Oso, uh, Gabriella and Renata, uh, or AKA the lady in the red dress, go up in the room. They're they're fighting. They're tussling with each other. Uh, all right, pick your words because we're about at one more minute until I'm cutting you off. All right, Nick Cage, uh, <laughs> Nick Cage and Renata. They go up there. They fight Gabriella. They kill Gabriella. Boom, 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 boom. Everybody's dead. 
Uh, Nick Cage is like, all right, you need to take them. You need to take the diamonds and the money and yada yada yada, and you put it. You need to put it in the hotel safe. They put it in the safe, and then uh, into the front comes again the uh, the hitmen that are there to kill uh, Nick Cage's character, who right. uh, we find out is La Araña or El Araña, El El Araño, something like that. Whatever a male spider uh, uh, Spanish language is. Uh, and he comes in there, and basically he's there to kill. They're there to kill him. He's he's like, hey, you, don't you want to hear the story of why I why I'm doing what I'm doing? And he basically tells the story of him and his his buddy uh, Franco, and why he's uh, Franco. Why Franco's not there? Franco. Uh, there was this whole story about him and these girls that they were uh, smuggling across lines. They were supposed to kill these girls, and. They decided not to kill the girls. One of the, one of the girls they took, uh, Franco took as a daughter, and uh, didn't kill her. And uh, turned out to be, she lived to be seventeen years old. Uh, she ended up getting killed anyways. Uh, Gabriella and also killed her, uh, and or Lance and this uh, other guy Miguel killed her. Basically, this all the people who have died at this point in the mm-hmm. movie had a role in killing this girl. And then uh, Nick Cage's character, who was a buddy of this guy Franco, he basically he was about on this whole mission where he's killed all these people who had a role in killing all the people that we've seen die in this movie, and it's formed this kill quote unquote kill chain of people. <laughs> and, and That's everybody, the name of the movie. Yeah, everybody except for the the two guys, Royce and uh, Quirk, I believe, are the two guys that we haven't seen dead yet. Right. Who are the two guys who are left over from the organization? Because uh, uh, and Royce Quirk and not known to us at this point, McKenna, because McKenna is quote unquote is technically still alive. Uh, we see uh, a big old gunfight between uh, Royce and Royce and Quirk. We uh, Royce and Quirk end up getting killed by a shotgun, and and uh, Quirk ends up getting stilled by uh, Renata, the lady in red. Correct. And then uh, we see uh, Nick Cage's character, who is Aranya, who has been like kind of like the uh, which you know as a spoiler. Okay, so no, if you're watching this on uh, if you're watching this on uh, Amazon, don't. Yeah, <laughs> don't watch the movie. But if you're watching this on Amazon, don't watch the there, trailer. There's a, there's an X-ray feature. Uh, it'll tell you who who is who. One of the things about this movie is it's uh, one of the surprises. Of this movie is it is who is who, but the movie if you hit the up button, it'll tell you on X ray who what character is what. Yeah. Uh, and when you see that Nick Cage Best is Aranya, I love that feature. Yeah, I love that feature. But when it's a part of the plot, when Nick Cage, when you find out Nick, they're they're everybody's looking for Aranya, and when you find out Nick Cage is Aranya, well, the surprise is gone. I I knew Nick Cage was Aranya from pretty early in the movie, and then everybody. Then you determine, oh, that's a plot point that you're not supposed to know what Naranya is. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, cool. I've known that since like halfway through the movie. I was like, oh, well, great. That's not a very much of a surprise for me. Yeah. But uh, basically, uh, you find out that uh, Renata, she's going to go ahead and make her way to Munich like she's supposed to. Uh, Aranya's going to do what he's going to do. He still owns Hotel Del Franco. 
uh, and basically he's gotten his uh, he's gotten his vengeance for uh, vengeance for Franco and for Franco's daughter mm-hmm. uh, against all the people he's uh, he's wanted to kill, and it sells sets itself up for a, a sequel, so uh, oh, Aranya can protect. I know again, there, there's a sequel, there. so Aranya can save McKenna's daughter because McKenna's daughter is, is at a, is at uh, I forget it was like Georgetown University or something like that. Did you look it up? Do you know if they're making a sequel? I did not look it up. I won't. I won't. I, hope. I won't spoil your. I won't spoil your. Spoil your evening. Oh, Dang, that's my. That's my bad. Oh no, that's fine. I was like, oh shit, what button was hit? What <laughs> what happened? So uh, again, again to repeat. Uh, so uh, so there's a so what it seemed to set itself up for is a sequel where McKenna. Yeah. Says, says to Rania, it's like you have to protect my daughter, and then it seems that the movie seems to set itself up for a sequel where Rania has to then go sell save uh, McKenna's daughter from uh, whatever the organization is that they they don't they never they never specify what the organization is, but they have to go save McKenna again the the viejo or the old sniper right uh, his daughter. From the organization, okay. so that's where we're at. All right, that's that's where we get a, that's movie. Left. That's movie. <laughs> that's the end of the movie. It took you way too long to explain. Uh, again, <laughs> it, it styles itself in this, this this weird noir movie. So, but it doesn't. It doesn't. It's not as tight as that. Yeah. Honestly, watch the trailer again. It's the trailer tells you what you need to know. It's the best parts of the movie. The trailer was yeah. Um, I feel that's like that pretty much explains it right there. It was yeah. So, any other th- notes about the movie? I know you're the one to explain it, and the one to kind of throw in my two cents and do the audio. So, <laughs> do we have to watch any more? Nick Cage movie. We are done. We are done with oh, the Nicholas Cage. God. I have no other notes then. Um, we, I, I know whenever I've told people that we're doing Nicolas Cage month, they're like, oh, did you do, you know, Speed? Or did you do, no, not Speed. Uh, like, Nick Cage is not in no, Speed. No, my bad, my bad. Sorry. Uh, I keep on thinking Keanu Reeves. Um, the better of the two. What's the, what's the, um, National Treasure? National or, Treasure or Knowing? Yeah, Knowing all, would be the one that, like, everybody would want us yeah, to do. Yeah, they kept on talking about, oh, are you doing all these good, good ones? I'm like, no, we're doing the ones that he's not known for. Yeah. They're like, We're doing oh. the terrible ones. And honestly, two movies of Nicolas Cage back-to-back, it's enough. Yeah, that was plenty. It was enough. I'm sure I'll have, like, three or four out by the end, by, by, when we come, by the time we come out for this again. Yeah, I mean, I guarantee that we'll watch a movie where he's in it, you know, because... You know, he's in a lot of movies, and he's not a bad actor, but this was a bad movie. Yeah, he doesn't <laughs> have the luxury of choosing which movies he's in. He's just trying to do as many he as he can. He has to make money. He has which to make I money. totally understand that because he's, like, again, as I mentioned in our last podcast, he's got a severe debt to the IRS that he's trying to satisfy. Yeah. He's going to do as many movies as he can, so he's not going to say no. So, um, okay, what... Do we want to move on? Do anything else you want to add to let's, the main plot? Let's just get past this movie. Okay, so let's start off with the positive. We'll do negative and then go into what we're enjoying. Okay. Um, what did you like about this movie? 
So the thing I like about this movie, I like that they did the, the noir style type movie. Uh, so, so one of the things I liked about it is uh, uh, I didn't like that they started like in, in the middle of the story and then bumped you back to the beginning of the story. Yeah. It was, it was confusing at first. It was confusing at first, but I liked that they uh, 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 like the, they gave us a progression where basically we were following uh, character A to character B to character C to character D. Right. Uh, so I thought that was a pretty interesting progression because we weren't sure who was was the important character. But once we got to the Renata character, uh, Renata or AKA the Lady in Red, uh, that was a pretty interesting character. Uh, pretty interesting characterization because then we were following. She was the one who was carrying the torch basically since the beginning of the story, or carrying the torch of the beginning of the story, who was uh, basically there since the beginning. Uh, but the characterization of the story was that Nick Cage's character, aka Aranya, knew what had been going since the beginning, and I'm I'm asking myself, how did he know what was going on when he was like no he's like three three times removed from the story. Okay. So uh, the thing I did like is that we get this kind of distancing distancing distancing, distancing from the story. Yep. We've we had get, a lot to drink tonight. Oh my goodness! Yes, exactly. We're not even done yet. <laughs> uh, but we got this distance from the story, and then, but we still—it's still somewhat interest, interesting, particularly once we get to the point with uh, Miguel and uh, Lance uh, when they're having this gunfight in right. just in their the police car. Uh, but it just kind of got us. It, it was an interesting way to get us to our story. Uh, I, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Yeah. Um, okay, what I liked. <sighs> That's a hard one. I liked the banter. I feel like the banter between Nicolas Cage and all the people that he came between. I enjoyed that. Yeah. But that's it. That's the great thing. Of, but but that, I think I feel like that's the great thing about uh, that's the great thing about Nick Cage is he's he's so very personable. Even when he's in a shitty movie, shitty movie, he's such a personable person where you yeah. can like uh, you can like, just pick up. He's like such a realistic. He can take the most stodgily written character and he can make sure. it into like real time kind of person. Yeah, because you could see the sadness and like the. He played his up. role perfectly. He did. But he, it's a bad movie. Yes. But he's the one that made it from shitty to tolerable right. almost. So th- honestly, that's it. That's it for me. Right. He, the banter, once he actually finally got introduced, the banter between him and everybody that he met, I was like, that's kind of fun. Right. Because he, w- he was basically just just this former he was just basically this former truck driver who ran a hotel yeah and that's that was his character he's like he's basically just trying to avoid to get shot the entire time so yeah for what i like that's it anthony let's move on to the dislikes which pick one just pick one i know it's it's a a list you don't know who is who going through this movie Again, they don't characterize who is what. Uh, they don't tell you till the end. I had to rely on going through, uh, again, watching this on Amazon. I had to rely on tools of my, tools of my disposal, IMDb, 
uh, Amazon X-Ray to figure out what characters are who. Best tool ever. Yeah. Uh, to basically lay out, okay, who's going, who, who's doing what, who's go, what's going on, uh, what characters are the good guys, what characters are the bad guys. I didn't know if Renata was there to kill Aranya, aka yeah. Nick Cage. I didn't, know, I didn't even know what the name of Rick, Nick Cage's character was. No. It was just like, I, I, I had no idea what was going on. There were like plot holes and characters and whatever galore. It was just all laid out. I, you know, it, it was, it, this movie was laid out like there was going to be a sequel or there are plans for a sequel. I'm questioning whether that's something that's an effort that they want to do. Uh, you know, they already said there's going to be a sequel for that Outcast movie. I will check it out. Because there is going to be one, and we just need to see more power to you. We're not doing a podcast. I'm I just not need to see the it. train wreck that follows after that. I'm not gonna watch the, uh, it. And I'm just curious what's gonna happen after with uh, with uh, Emperor more power Shao. to you, buddy. But uh, but for uh, Kill Streak Part Two, I need to see what go- what happens if there's gonna be a Kill Streak Part Two. I'd probably watch that. <laughs> yes. I really would. Uh, dislikes for me, everything, everything. I mean, I. Again, one, it it was boring. It was a boring movie. Yeah. With as much action as you thought there would be, it was a very boring movie. Even with uh, even with Lance kind of getting c- captured randomly all of a sudden. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> um, Lance was probably like the most interesting character, and he just like gets captured. Best, and you don't see him get. You I mean, don't even see him get captured. The best part of the movie, really. I mean, besides the banter, was the beginning. The whole like sniper, the mystery. That was the most. I agree. That was boring. the most interesting thing. But then it got boring so fast because nothing happened for the first thirty minutes. It felt like it was like with McKenna and Dean. I think it was the name of the, the yeah. guy on the phone. I mean, and then McKenna, Dean, and Sanchez, and that was like, that I was agree. That was the most, most interesting. But then after that, I was done. Yeah, give me that for an hour and a half. I would have like because that would have been like gripping cinema you watched all of that and then it was over you didn't hear anything else and you're like what the fuck yeah you don't even know are we done with it that story plot you don't even know what happens with mckenna until so, like the very end i disliked the it felt very unorganized it felt like they try to organize it so it was like that plot would like grasp you but the way that they did it made you think all that was for fucking nothing mm-hmm. so I felt like it was very poorly executed. I feel like if it was executed a different way, it would have been perfect. Yeah, I really, I, agree. I think it could have easily grasped us, and but but like, oh, I want to know what the end is. Really, I feel like there's so much potential, but something about it just didn't hit that mark. Where after yeah. they moved on to the Nicolas Cage story, you're like, I'm kind of done with this movie. Yeah. You know, honestly, by the time we come back to McKenna or uh, McKenna or the yeah. uh, Viejo or whatever, we don't care we anymore. At that, at, by the time I was like, "Oh, that guy's still alive." Yeah, because it's I, just like we've moved on. Yeah, even even it's like even after we get to towards the end of that story, that first part of that story, I'm like, where he gets shot through the the mattress. Yeah. I, I was thinking at that point, is he still alive? After but that we whole move on, scene, I'm like, I I'm guess done. I don't care about him anymore. I guess he's dead. Yeah, I thought that I was like, we're done. We're we're moving on. We're we're done. And then he yeah. comes back around and like, I don't really care. Yeah. Okay, that's fine. Whatever. So, anyways, that's what I disliked is pretty much the execution of everything. But all these services is like a potential uh, potential sequel bait. Okay. So yeah. all right, all right, all right. We're done. We're done with that. All right. So, uh, hardcore Henry. 
Is he is is this better than or worse than Hardcore Henry? Is this better than Hardcore Henry? Oh, Hardcore Henry is probably better than this. Yep. Yeah, I agree. Damn Nicholas Cage. Hardcore Henry is better than this. Nick Cage, man. Damn Nicholas Cage. You are 0 for 2, buddy. I I agree. I'd rather watch this. Yeah. Um, This or Hardcore Henry? Uh, Hardcore Henry. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, just making sure because you uh, it sounded like you were saying you'd rather watch this than oh, Hardcore Henry. Oh, no, 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 no. Sorry, no. Hardcore Henry, 100%. Okay. Cheers, Party Foul. Uh, this answer. movie, you know, it's it's so close. What? To, it's so close to what would be interesting because I like noir type movies. It should have been. It should have been. It it's, it's, been. It's got the quality. It's got really good qualities, but there, but it's just not quite making it. No, I agree. Because, it again, uh, like, uh, did you ever watch... Uh, uh, was it was it uh, Murder at the El Royale or whatever that movie was called? I with, did uh, not, but I wanted to. Yeah, that movie is like a good noir movie because like John Hamm and uh, the uh, the guy who plays Thor, right? Uh, and all those all yeah, those. There's folks. a lot of awesome stuff yeah. in that movie. I, that I, movie gonna, is like it's like a good noir movie. If I'm that, going to. Yeah, if there's a movie we should discuss, if we want to talk about good movies, that's a good movie. Let's do it. Let's do uh, it. Is yeah. it free? Anywhere? I, it may be. Let me. We'll Let's have to check at, that. Uh, we'll we'll check. So our next. We'll 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 talk in the same. We'll, 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 we'll have to figure out if that's available. If that if not, uh, uh, that may be uh, the one after this one. This next one. Uh, but the uh, the uh, of, of the good noir movies. That was like a good noir movie. Yeah. Uh, the this was not that. <laughs> no. <laughs> so. I haven't even seen it, but I can tell you, no, it's not. All right. So as far as like uh, as like as far as like Cheers or Party Foul, I have to say this is a Party Foul. This is kind of yeah. weak in the in the in that respect for that genre. It was rough. Yeah, it was. Rough. It was. It, I feel. I feel like I know what they were going for, but it wasn't there. Yeah. Yeah. Same. I mean, I feel like that's what we both said. Is, is there's so much potential, but they just missed it. Yeah. So obviously, for me, it's a Party Foul. There's. Yeah. And if you have a certain actor. We'll, we, I would love to do a fun yeah. actor uh, yeah. month for you yeah. guys. Red Brown. You want us to do more Red Brown? We do more Red Brown. Yeah. You want us to do Vincent Price? We'll do Vincent Price. You want us to do... Anyway, uh, I'm, I'm Ed, down to Ed do... Ed Wood movies. We'll do more Ed Wood movies. You let us know. We will do that. Seriously, nothing's off limits. Yeah. Except for porn. We will drink beer. <laughs> You know, you know, Ryan. You know, we've there's only told, so much we, penetration. We, we have towed that line. Yeah, there's only too many penetration movies and quotes that we can listen. Yeah. And I, I do all the penetration. Yeah, you, penetrations to, here. To be yeah, to be sure is like in the uh, in this uh, in this movie we did see two boobs in it. So so far, yeah, yeah. So far, so good. Um, okay, so let's talk about what we're enjoying this week, and I'll go first. Um, so I'm gonna talk about. The new Clone Wars. Ooh, yeah. Clone Wars is back, which is perfect timing. I just finished the old Clone Wars series. Um, I I love it. Yeah? I hesitated. I think I talked about Clone Wars before on this podcast. Actually, I don't know if I have or not. But I... I hesitated for a long time watching Clone Wars just because I was like, eh, it's a cartoon. Star Wars shouldn't be cartoons. You know, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, Disney Plus. I'll try it. I love it. It's fantastic. Such a great series. And then they announced, we're going to make a new Clone Wars. It was like season six, right? Uh, Seven. 
Saving Seven? Yeah. Oh, wow. So yeah. then I was like, ooh, I'm going to finish. As soon as I finished, two weeks later, the new ones came out. So they're on episode two of the new season. I tell you, I'm still on like season three. You gotta, you gotta. I need to catch up. Dude, you gotta do it. It's amazing. It's so good. Yeah. I am hooked and the new season is just as good. Does it help me understand why the Emperor is still alive in episode nine of uh, Star Wars? Um, Go into Rebels. Okay. Go into Rebels. If you get into the Star Wars Rebels, which I'm into now, but since I'm caught up. Dude, I I'm loving it. I'm loving all the Star Wars stuff right now. I'm loving it. I do 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 do. I'm I'm hooked. I mean, I've always been a huge Star Wars fan. I grew uh-huh. up watching all of this, and then now that we have Disney Plus and we're watching all this, I'm watching it all the time, especially free time slash at work and all that kind of stuff. And it's I I'm I'm seriously I am having a blast watching this stuff so if you have disney plus if you don't get it seriously even if it's for a few months it's worth paying for disney right to watch uh the clone wars and the rebels and the rebels and uh it honestly the mandalorian mandalorian yeah mandalorian uh, we haven't given enough praise you gotta gotta see baby you gotta see baby yoda right baby yoda's like the cutest thing freaking ever i even thought about let's do like It'd be fun to do like a Star Wars month where maybe every single day, like every single week of the month, we talk about a Star Wars something. Honestly, I'd It'd be kind of with fun. that. Yeah. I was like, I'm a huge Star Wars nerd, so yeah. I'm. I'd be we cool both with that. are. Yeah. So maybe we'll maybe we'll do that in the future whenever we get uh, a better kind of scheduling. Maybe we'll do yeah. a Star Wars month where every single week, every single Tuesday, you get a Star Wars episode of yeah. something different. Maybe we'll we'll watch a movie and then the Mandalorian and then maybe Clone Wars and we'll I talk would have about no, all of them. Yeah, I would have no guilt about subjecting our listeners to more star wars content yeah and so. i would gladly meet up every single week to talk about it you know it, it, it that would be really really fun yeah we're okay it's gonna happen <laughs> yes. we don't know when we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll have to figure it. it out yeah um, it's like maybe maybe when we start preparing for uh a mandalorian episode, uh season two yes. yes that'd be the way to do it all <laughs> yeah. right Anthony, what are you enjoying this week? All right, so a few weeks ago, I talked about how I was really getting into Steven Universe. Right. Uh, so there was like the Steven Universe, like Steven Universe was, uh, which is on Cartoon Network, mm-hmm. and then there was the Steven Universe movie, and then there was the Steven Universe Future, which is like the uh, series that is kind of like the epilogue to the Steven Universe series. Uh, so two of the artists have been uh, who have been participating as. Uh, some of the character voices for that uh, for that show mm-hmm. are Ted Leo, who uh, is uh, one of the. There's uh, several characters who are quote unquote fusions, right. uh, who are like a mixture of two characters who end up fusing together. Okay. One of those characters, Ted Leo, is one of those characters. Another character is Amy Mann mm-hmm. uh, in that. Uh, but one of the uh, all a lot of the characters, the, these are musical artists who are uh, kind of voicing characters throughout this. Uh, I started looking into some of these uh, voice actors who were kind of uh, voicing these characters. And one mm-hmm. of those is uh, Ted Leo. Uh, Ted Leo has been part of these groups back back towards the 90s into the 2000s, Ted Leo and the Pharmacist. And I started looking into those, and I wanted to talk about Ted Leo and the Pharmacist a little bit. So Ted Leo and the Pharmacist has been like kind of like a – it's kind of like a late 90s, early 2000s kind of punk group. Uh, they've been been around for a while. Uh, not super popular, but their their sound and their and their sound and their music has been great. I've been getting really into it. I've been listening to it on my way to work, on my way home. Uh, 
they're just really good music, really good e not I wouldn't say easy listening, but like a really good light punk music. It's it's just really good music. It reminds me of Reliant K. Do you know who they are? It's a little bit, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I was I used to be a huge fan of okay. Reliant yeah, K. Yeah, I, so. I know we, we both used to listen to Christian yeah. music, so but uh, so I just wanted to talk a little bit about Ted Leo and the Pharmacists. Uh, this is some uh, some punk type music that I've been really listening to recently that has been really good for me to listen to. Uh, that I've really enjoyed, so I just wanted to share that with everybody uh, as a really good uh, uh, kind of follow-up to some of the Steven Universe uh, vibes that I've been talking about earlier yeah. uh, with Amy Mann, who Amy Mann is also a good musician as well, but uh, Ted Leo is... Them out. I, I like Ted that. Leo and the Pharmacist, totally check them out. They have some good playlists. If you're on, uh, if you're on Spotify or uh, if you are on uh, Apple Music, they have a good playlist on there. Yeah, it's really good music on there, so definitely check it out. It's great music. Yeah, I, I mean, I might have to start suggesting some music because lately I've been getting to some stuff where I, I was like a teenager. I used to listen to. I'm, I've started listening to that stuff more. I'm like, oh, the memories. It's so much yeah. fun. Which I grew up like hardcore Christian, so a lot of my stuff is Christian music. But I'm like, uh, it's still pretty solid music. Yeah. Which I may have to bring back some every now and then. I may have to bring back my Five Arm Frenzy references. So yeah, that's still some classic, uh, some classic. I'll play uh, it. I'll hardcore play punk. It. Yeah, quote unquote Christian music. Which so. POD is coming to town. <laughs> oh yeah, we were talking about we were talking yeah. about that today. Is like bringing about payment I'm, payment I'm, on death. Uh, payment on death. Payable. Payable. Payable on death. Get your shit right, bro. Ah. I'm a hardcore fan. I've always oh, loved POD. I've always like, loved I, them. I, I never went to the concerts, but I uh, uh, in, in, uh, they were like one of the big ones in Florida. Yeah, so. I've always loved them. I never yeah. been to a concert. They're coming to town. It's like, you know, I'll spend the money now that I can. Yeah, and I'll go. That, that may be something I need to do. But yeah, we should. It's it's a Wednesday night though. Come on. <laughs> It's like who's got the time? I gotta work. Guys, listen, I have a full time job. Like, I gotta work a, the next morning. I'm a thirty year old person. Yeah. <laughs> um so I think by this time we've already gone through I think we've gone through everything. I think we need to talk about what our social media is going on. All right, so, Anthony, Ryan, you, Oh no, don't bring that on me, Bobby. Um so hit us up on Instagram at Inst- let's instapod yep facebook is let's do a podcast or yep. let's do a pod let's do a pod let's do a pod twitter is let's tweet a pod yep my god let's not make this shit easy for us <laughs> yeah and that's it i think that's it for that's our it. first social media yeah if you have any comments questions concerns reach out to us on uh whatever podcatcher you have uh rate us on your podcatcher uh, rate us five stars if you can. If you want to rate, if you want to rate us lower, please let us know. We take criticism. We take it. We take it constructively, even uh, however you want to do it. Uh, send us comments. Send us concerns. We will definitely take it into oh, yeah. our uh, into our process. If you have any beers you want us to try, send uh, just send us a comment. Tell us what be, whatever beers you want to try. If there's any movies you want to subject us to. We will definitely appreciate the the. the we'll input. watch anything. We will watch anything. We obviously uh, we just watched. Yeah, we just watched this movie, so <laughs> definitely appreciate it. We're down. Uh, 
for our for our next set of movies, uh, for our next movie, we're gonna watch Last Train to Busan. That's right. Well, actually, or was it was it a different? Movie? No, no. There's a bonus episode. Oh, is it? That we're a going. Movie. It's going to be a getting to know us episode. Yeah. So 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 we're gonna. So our next episode, we're gonna have a getting to know us episode. Where we're gonna talk just just kind of chat a about chit chat, movies, beer, uh, whatever comes up. Whatever so you comes guys up. can get to know yeah, so who we, we are. Know really. us, but the next movie after the, the next podcast after that. We're going to talk about Last Train to Busan. So, yeah. Anthony, uh, and if you have any complaints about the movies, Anthony's get, uh, usually picking them. Yeah, so, so feel free to reach to, out to him Anthony. and be like, Anthony, you fucking suck. And uh, <laughs> um, obviously, I'm just kidding. He does a great job with what he's doing. Yes. Um, but yeah, uh, I'm super excited about our next episode. Hell yeah. All right. So, uh, whenever we talk to you again next, I'm Anthony. And I'm Ryan. All right, talk to you later. See ya.